Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey guys, and welcome to the Happy Half Hour, where every other week I bring a guest that's already been on the show and bring them back for just a small tidbit of a more intentional conversation with specific questions that we'll go through. So I'm so glad you're here. Today, my guest is Kirsten Diggerson. Hello, Kirsten. Hello. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, so Kirsten, I want to tell you and everyone's listening about our sponsor for the Happy Half Hour, and it is Prep Dish. Okay. So Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service. So what they're going to do for you, Allison, she's the chef there, and she's just so wonderful and beautiful and kind, is she's going to send you an email every week. And in the email, it tells you, hey, you're going to make these meals this week, stuff like smoky paprika chicken legs, uh, parsnips and fennel, turkey, zucchini, lasagna. I mean, these are great meals that I could never make on my own. And she sends me a grocery list. And so I little walk myself to the grocery store. I check out the stuff. And then you come home and you prep it all. So it takes a couple of hours, right? Like I would probably do this on a Sunday night. That's when I would have time to prep. And then for the whole week, your meals are ready. Isn't that amazing? Wait, so she just sends recipes. Yes. And for lists. Uh-huh. And then, but you prep. Yes. And just then you put it all in your fridge. Organized and yes. keep fresh. And you put it all in your fridge. And then mm-hmm. you come home from work one day and you think, oh my gosh, I don't forgot about dinner. And you're like, oh no, I already have something all prepped. And so you, then you just have to cook it. But it takes away all the like grunt work in the middle of the week, which That's is cool. why I love it. So What kind of food is it? It's really healthy and it's paleo. Okay. I know. And so, and it's just like a meal planning service. Like she's basically going to be like your best girlfriend in the world and hold your hands and plan all your meals for the week. That sounds great. Which is what I need. Okay. So for happy hour listeners, she's giving you a deal of only $4 for your first month. Uh, Go to prepdish.com slash happy hour. Okay. Kirsten, welcome back to the show. Thank you. You were um, a guest last fall. You were episode number 52. Yes. That was like literally from the time we were recording this, it was a year ago. And you've done over 100 episodes now, I right? I have. I have. I've done. Awesome. As of the time we were recording this, 103. And then the half hours. Like they, they I don't even count those in there. That's pretty awesome, Jamie. It's, proud of you. it's pretty awesome. I, I kind of like this gig. I'm going to stick around. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing this. Okay. So for the happy half hour, we go like this. I just ask you some questions. Um, but first of all, since you were here last time, uh, Raven and Lily has opened is this your second storefront? Yes, it's a giant store at the Domain North Side. That's, which is here in Austin, yes. Mm-hmm. And tell me about that. Was it everything you ever dreamed of? It is. I, this, the first store we opened is here on the east side. It's a small storefront that funds our design studio. And so I really wanted to open up a big store and hope to be able to do so in a few other cities in the near future. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to have that kind of modern Moroccan meets mid-century look that I love. And I worked with an awesome architect named Michael Shu in town. And I loved it. My mom had stores growing up and I used to be an art director. So it definitely something I 
personally enjoy doing and I enjoy the process of it. So it was really fun. That's awesome. On a different note, completely different store than you. I've always had this, well, not always, but I had this like unspoken dream that I think it'd be super fun to own a coffee shop slash bookstore. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just love to see people come in and drink coffee and read books. And so I love it. You could have your ho happy hour hosted at your coffee I shop. I totally could. Yes. Um, okay. Kirsten, what is something that you have been reading or watching or heard that you cannot stop recommending to other people? Okay, can I give you a couple answers? Yeah, I would love a couple, yes. Okay. Well, what I've been reading and that I just bought my entire team to read is called Slow Fashion. Mm. And it's actually written, it's a book that just came out a couple months ago. It's written by Sophia Minnie, who is the founder of People Tree in the UK. And that's an ethical fashion brand that's been around for a while. They've been doing it fair trade fashion, ethical fashion over in England a little longer than the States. And she's awesome. She's in the True Cost documentary and um, she wrote this book, and I love it because it's a very succinct resource. It has some incredible interviews in it and right and along the same lines of what Raven and Lily is all about. So we're actually going on a staff retreat in a couple weeks, and I bought one for my whole team to read, and we're going to talk about it at the staff retreat. So I actually highly recommend it if people are trying to wrap their head around what this whole ethical fashion, slow fashion thing is and why it's uh -huh. actually important to educate ourselves about and be in the know about because fashion is – I don't know if people realize it's the second largest polluter in the world, and then one out of six people on the planet are involved in the fashion industry. That's so crazy. It's a pretty large impact industry, so I yeah. think it's important to understand that it can have a really negative impact, but what I'm all about is a positive impact. Yeah. So My anyways. guest a couple of weeks ago was Haley Morgan, and it was number 101, and she talked a lot about this, and so mm. now we got two resources here going. Yeah, So and then movie-wise, so, you know, I'm married to an independent filmmaker. We, yes. as a family, watch movies. All the time. And my favorite movie that probably most people haven't seen is I'm going to pitch it. Because my favorite movie this year, it's called Sing Street. Have you heard of it? No. See, you haven't. Remember Once? Remember that movie Once? Yes. Same director. <gasps> Say my the gosh. name of it again. It's called Sing Street. And okay. this is, it takes place in Ireland in the 80s in a high school. It is awesome. Oh, my whole family went to go see it. And we were like, why does nobody know about this movie? It is such an incredible movie. So it's not in theaters anymore, but you definitely can download it. And um, I probably through Netflix or something. I don't know how, what, but it's so great. Okay, Sing Street. I love that. Sing and didn't Street. your husband just like film a movie out at your place? Yes. It's called When Jack Went Glamping. And we, he just wrote and directed a film at Green Acres, our Glamping Retreat. Uh -huh. It's like a comedy, dramedy. It has June Squibb in it, David Arquette, Amy Acker, and some other great actors and actresses. Lots of 80s music. And it's great. He's in the final like editing stages and then going to submit it to the festival. So okay. That's so fun. It was fun. It was a little insane. We had to move out while they were filming and the kids and I had to live on the east side in an Airbnb. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the film crew took over Green Acres. So it was a little insane. It was the same month I opened up that second store. So Oh, just a few things crazy. going on. Yeah. <laughs> we're At all the Dickerson now. house. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kirsten, as a, a business owner and a mom and a wife and got your hands doing a lot of things, how do you recharge? Well, I have a very simple routine, but every morning I get up a little bit, you know, earlier than the rest of my family. Usually that means right as the sun's rising or before it rises and I have a cup of coffee and I go outside, check in on my chickens and my cats. And then I really savor the beauty of that day. I sit there for a long time and pray and meditate and just try to kind of prep myself for the day. And so um, I really connect 
to God through nature. And so I really try to embrace the beautiful, we live in a tiny house of like 360 square feet. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of room in my house. I'd be very quiet, but I usually sit on my couch and I just watch my animals in the field and the sunrise and the birds come out. And it's a big part of my day that really helps me approach the day. And then at the end of each day, I come home and I put on my work boots and I go out and feed my animals and hang out in the fields as the sun sets. So really that is my saving grace. I am able to really process and pray through things and relieve stress by spending time outside. I highly recommend it. That is awesome. And you have like not just the regular run-of-the-mill animals. Like I have a dog and two cats, but you have alpacas alpacas. and donkeys and yeah, some pretty cute animals. They're all fluffy and cute and fun. fun. They're just the best. We talked about that when you were on last time. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, Kirsten, what's a specific app or gadget or piece of technology that you think that you could just not live without and why? Okay, that's a funny question to ask me because I actually wish we did not have all this technology. It drives you me nuts. Like, you hate it. You hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh. But I, I, I do use my phone a lot, if I must admit, because I travel a lot. And so my phone helps. I do use Instagram, but I don't Twitter. I don't use Facebook. So I'm kind of funny. I love the New York Now app. And I'm so bad because they're ending it this month. And that was my favorite app. So that's how I would get the news every day. It does a briefing. And I absolutely loved it every morning and evening. And it was been my favorite resource for news. And they are taking it away. I feel like they totally Why are they us. taking it away? Because they now want you to subscribe to the official of New York course. Times that you yes. have to pay for and all that. So I'm like, that was, that was like a bait and switch. I'm kind oh. of upset about it. So, But here's something funny that I just have to tell you. So I don't know what's going on, but my son Mason turned 16, and you know what he wanted for his 16th birthday? What? He wanted a VCR TV. I'm not exaggerating. No. So we had to go on Craigslist and oh, yeah. buy an old school VCR TV and then start a VCR collection for him. That kid is so old school. He has that his vintage cameras. He has all of his you know, vintage records, and now he literally has a VHS collection started. That is hilarious. <laughs> It's seriously, it's so it's like technology is going backwards in our world. It's pretty funny. Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny because I saw in the news that they um, stopped making VCRs this summer. Yeah, he thinks it's going to be worth something someday. He's well, pretty hilarious. He's like, yeah, mom, one day I'm going to cash in on this. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, you know, what's funny is my wedding tape is on a VCR. <laughs> and I forever want it to be like changed into a DVD. I just haven't ever done it. But I always think like, oh, I think Story, my daughter would love to watch this. And it's just sitting here getting dust as a VCR. I need to make that a like priority this fall. Change it to a DVD. It's pretty funny. It's not yeah. that hard. People, you so, know, there's places to do it. It's pretty funny. But my son like embraces slow film and so do we as a family. So we're kind of funny. Oh, so technology is great, but we also don't want to lose some of those. Push cool back a little bit. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Kirsten, what's a dream you had for yourself when you were younger that never came true? Like either you just had to realize this isn't going to happen for me. Or you kind of were forced to let it go? Okay. I kept trying to think of how to answer this question. And I, okay, this is funny, is that my dream that I thought was never going to come true actually came true. Ooh, what? So as a little girl, like living in Houston, when we would go to the Houston Intercontinental Airport, we'd have to drive through some areas that were not developed in Houston yet. We'd pass all these like lovely forests. And I used to dream about having a ranch and a forest. Mm. And I let go of that in college and our entire marriage, I've been married almost 20 years, never dreamed that I would ever own land. We've lived in the city, in Hollywood, in the heart of Austin, all these places. 
And that dream just went away. That was just like my kid dream. And I didn't realize that my dream came fulfilled until this year. Brand and I one day were talking about like our childhood dreams. And I said mine. And we both paused and realized. You're like, this is it. (laughs) It came true. It's it's right here. (laughs) I had let go of it so far that I didn't even realize it. But that was legitimately one of my big dreams. Isn't that so funny? That is so funny. And you guys have great place out there. So your dream did come true. Yeah, it did. Also awesome. Um, Kirsten, what are some characteristics about your friends that make them so dear and special to you? Well, do you know who I thought of that you know when I had to answer this question? Who? Tiffany Schwedland. Oh, she's... she'll be so embarrassed that I just said that. No, but... I just like I, I, you guys are really, really close friends. I know that y'all been together for a long time. Yeah. she is one of the best people in the world. She is. She's a wonderful human being. I've known her since college. And she does most of the hair makeup from us, all the Raven Lily photo shoots. So she's traveled around the world with me, and she's my favorite travel buddy. I just love being with her. I love her for three characteristics I love about her. She's hilarious. Yes. So she does not take life too seriously and makes me laugh all the time. So I really enjoy being with her because she's super, super fun. But she's also one of those people that you just feel so loved by and accepted for who you are. And I don't know what that is about her, but I just feel like I'm being completely myself around her. And she's just going to love me the way I, I am, whether I'm having a good or bad day. Mm-hmm. And then I absolutely trust her. Yeah. I, I know that she is so, so, so trustworthy. So I love yeah. that. She has done my makeup for a couple of things that I've had events <laughs> for. And she's just... She's the best person to do your makeup because she'll be she'll yeah. say things like this. Like, okay, I'm going to put this on you and it's going to make you look just like – it's just going to add to your beauty because you're already beautiful. Like, she just makes you feel as though <laughs> what she's doing by putting all this makeup on you is not making you any more beautiful than you already were. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. You know, that's a really good gift for a makeup artist So, because she could be like, oh, we need to do a lot of work here, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it. She does it. Oh, I love her. Okay, she- what is um, some of the best advice you've ever received? Well, you know, I was I was speaker last week at this conference called the Yellow Conference mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, and it's a really great conference. I highly recommend it for anyone listening to this if they want to go. It's for creatives who want to do good in the world. And um, one of the things I talked about was living thoughtfully, and one of the, the, the you know, teaching lessons in my talk was this idea of avoiding the tyranny of the urgent, and that was something that somebody several years ago challenged my husband and I with and I have brought it into my company our marriage just our overall lifestyle that the tyranny of the urgent is what robs you from spending your valuable time and energy on what's really important Mm. and how important it is to evaluate like if you really thought about what is most dear and important to you does the way you spend your days and your time and your emotional and physical energy reflect that Mm. and for today with our past case world, I feel like so often it does not because we give into the tyranny of the urgent, whatever urgent matter is brought before us. And then it takes us away from being able to be intentional about how we spend our time. So that's actually been a really great piece of advice that we think about and talk about a lot as a family and it's affected the choices we make and the decisions we make. That's really good advice. And I feel like that every person that's listening, whether they are a mom or a teacher or run a business or work at a local store in their, you know, city, that I that applies to all of us. Mm-hmm. It really does in every area. So I think it's just really claiming, you know, how you want to prioritize your time and your energy and 
the, you know, what's valuable to you. Yeah. And that's something I feel like that sometimes we have to constantly reevaluate. You know, I don't feel like it's something you figure out when you're 30 and then that lasts mm -hmm. for the next 10 years. It's a daily thing. Yeah. Honestly, like mm -hmm. I can, I can tell when I have like allowed the tyranny of the urgent to dictate our company or our family schedule. And then we usually have to reevaluate and think things through and make changes or, you know, be aware. Yeah. So. It's a good thing to keep in mind. That's so good. What do you think is one thing you do that is directly tied to your success? Hmm. I would say I actually think that that is following that piece of, of advice. Mm. I'm, I'm a big fan of learning how to grow and scale and be productive without compromising what's important and valuable. And I think running a mission-driven company has been really important to figure that out. How do you grow the right way? And then it stemmed over, you know, this idea of avoiding the tyranny of the urgent. I feel like we're successful here at Raven and Lily because we really continually evaluate if it's in line with our mission mm -hmm. to empower women and to be authentic and transparent and everything. So, um, and I, honestly, that only comes with when you slow down. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, a big part of it is like, our life's crazy. We live on a ranch or in a grand family retreat. My husband's making movies. I'm opening stores. Like, it's a lot. So this is not like life is boring and it's not like there's not a lot going on, but it's this idea of, of being okay. And, you know, for us, it's like either a heck yes or it's a no. Like we're really mm -hmm. being careful about what we say yes to and being yeah. thoughtful as a family and as a couple right now. And I think that that means if we don't slow down enough and be thoughtful in that way, then I feel like we ex overextend ourselves and I think Americans are very, you know, apt to do that. And so I don't want to overextend myself because I'm not giving my best to anything. Yeah. So. And I think it's good that you made that distinction between, you know, avoiding that urgency doesn't mean not doing much because yeah. I look at your life and you live a very full life and you guys have a lot of amazing things going on. You're raising amazing kids and doing great things in your community and your house and all kinds of things. And so it doesn't exactly mean, um, that you don't have a lot. It's just that, so, so I'm, I'm thinking you probably have to take some things out. Yeah. And it's intentional. Yeah. We've, I mean, like we, we get requests every, this is an example, every single day to use green acres for somebody's event or wedding or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we say no to 95% of those yeah. requests. They all equal money, but they uh -huh. also mean they would require energy from us that we don't believe that we're supposed to give right now. So right. for just our, we're being aware of our bandwidth, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. And yeah. we, want, we want to be able to have enough to give to what matters, as I've been sharing. And so I think the success that we have is equally tied to that. Right and I now. think that success that you're talking about is not even just with Raven and Lily. Mm -mm, no, it's with our, our marriage and uh -huh. our family life and even Green Acres protecting it to be a retreat place and yeah. you know something that's like a sanctuary for us and people who come visit. Do y'all have two, um, well, they're not called tents. I'm going to use the wrong word. Well, they're like yurts. They're actually yurts. Lotus Bell tents. They're more like a Turkish kind of yurt. Okay. Do you have two of them now? We have two, and then our Spartan Mansion, which was just featured on Apartment Therapy and Well Magazine, is available October to January because we built a little cabin on our land, which we're going to move into those months to test out before it's rentable. And we built it with our friend um, Matt Slocum. He's the singer-songwriter from Sixpence and the Richer. Uh -huh. 
Yeah. So he, he co-owns Green Acres with us now and he has 10 beehives he started there. Oh my gosh. And I know, it's his second home, but he helped, he built that and then he's going to rent it out as part of Green Acres, but we're going to live in it a while because we want to kind of see what it'll be like to build our own tiny home mm-hmm. on a different part of the property, a little separate from the retreat, maybe in a couple of years. And yeah. so we're going to test it out. And so, yeah, so for this fall into early spring, people can also rent our trailer, which is you know, I think very special little trailer home of ours. But yeah, we're going to move out of it for a while. So this is just the best. So if you're listening, you're coming to Austin and you want to just go yeah. glamping. Here you go. This is great. Yeah. And if you're afraid of a tent, you can stay in my vintage trailer. There you go. Cool. There's but something Mason for everybody. I know Mason doesn't want to let go of his Airstream though. So that's coming up to the cabin. We're literally having to move it up there. He wants to keep that as his room. He's so hilarious. My With six- his VCR tape. Yes, he's so funny. That's like the best. Okay, Kirsten, what's a pet peeve that you have? This is my favorite question to ask to hear people's answers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't like a lot of clutter, mm-hmm. and so this actually, okay, this goes into your next question that you were going to ask me about uh-huh. what, do I, what goes hand in hand. If you leave a partially eaten something or partially, you know, full glass of water or coffee uh-huh, or something uh-huh. anywhere near the kitchen counter or a table or anything and you walk away you cannot expect to find that again because I can't stand it I don't even realize I do it like I just clean up as I go yeah and I'm staying cleaning and it's at the sacrifice and mercy of most people's snacks and drinks around our house because they will just like leave the room for a second and come back and it's gone and it's not intentional it's like I just do it because I hate having a lot of clutter around because we live in such a small space but it's like so it's not like there's even anywhere else to put something so it's just this horrible habit I have of cleaning up before somebody's actually done with something that's hilarious I mean there's so many times my my family's like mom I wasn't done eating or I wasn't done drinking that coffee I'm so sorry. That like, is, it's not even like conscious. I just do it because I'm like, I don't like to see all this stuff everywhere. And you're not being like mean about it. My no. mother-in-law's like that. If I have a glass and I put it down, she's got it in the dishwasher because she just likes things like nice and clean and tidy. Yeah. And so, yeah. Mine's mostly because even you have 360 square feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every cut Clutter. matters. <laughs> Clutter is a deal. And so, yeah, it's funny. I have to like very much like be aware and like think let's find out if that glass is still being in use before I put it away like yeah it's yeah 50% of the time I don't don't do that because I'm just you know getting it over with so okay so is that what you're struggling with Mm -hmm. it is it's pretty embarrassing that I do that to my family all the time I asked my husband I was like what what do I do that was his answer which I thought was hilarious because you know Yes, he's like you. He's like nothing is safe <laughs> if it's left out and it's gone within thirty seconds. Like I don't know how do you do it. So, oh my gosh, yeah, pretty well, funny. I do think that like I'll give you a lot of leeway here because you live in such a small space. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. If it's a big place, I mean, it totally feels different. We've lived in big homes before, and yeah. it's like you get like your stash. You know what I mean? Like you just have like that place you put everything, uh-huh. and then you deal with it some other day. I don't, I don't have a place to do that anymore. <laughs> So it becomes our back porch, which is really hilarious. And so I, it feels like Sanford and Sons sometimes uh-huh. because it's like, oh, my gosh, everything goes out there because we don't have room in the inside. But that's how we're constantly, you know, being – we don't buy a lot. Like it keeps you from buying more stuff because you don't have, like, places to put things. So. Oh, sure. I but just unpacked life. a box. We moved in in November, and I just unpacked a box. And you know what it was? Crap. But it was just in a box and it was just like, I kept just kind of going around it in my life. And finally I was like, I need to take care of this, but yeah. you can't do that in 360 square feet. No, no. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely like a 
stuff cleanse that we're still processing and going through. And if we, you know, want to get like, so two weeks ago, I knew I was going to buy so many things and get so many things with the fall. My, the new Raven Lily collection actually launched today, September 1st. And so I, you know, going to have some new things for fall and I, um, don't, I have a 20 inch closet. And so, you know, running a fashion company, having a small closet is a hilarious thing. So I hosted a, a clothing swap at my store with my closest friends. And I was like, y'all have clothes you don't want? Bring them. I've got a lot of clothes I don't want. They knew that it would be some good items if you're friends with me and you get to come to my clothing yeah. swap. It's like good thing. And uh, we just, we had a glass of wine and some nice cheese and we just did host it at my studio. And it was just like six of us. And we went through and just threw all of our clothes on the table, went through and shopped what we loved to somebody else's. And then we donated the rest to Dress for Success. And so it was good. I mean, I think I enjoy doing that, like constantly kind of thinking through what do you love and keeping things yeah. simple and, you know, what am I really going to wear this season and that sort of thing. So it's good. I've been to a clothing swap before and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, my friend Melissa hosted fun. it and you brought your stuff in and then you got like tickets for everything. I mean, she had a whole like way that it went. You the got stuff. tickets for everything you brought in and then like these certain people got to shop first. It was a lot of fun. And I still have some of those clothes I came home with. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 I'm not that organized. I just said bring it. It was just five of us. It was pretty hilarious, but uh, still worked out okay. <laughs> uh, well, Kirsten, thank you so much for joining me on the half hour. Yeah, thanks and for having guys, me, Jamie. Yes. I always love chatting with you. Oh, thanks it's so, so much fun. If y'all haven't heard her, uh, go back to episode number 52, and you can listen to our whole long conversation. We talk a lot about Green Acres in there, so that would be fun to listen to. Um, and if you come to Austin and you're looking for a place to stay, aren't y'all on are you Airbnb? Yep, Airbnb. Yep. We have Green Acres ATX, the website you can go to. Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, guys, and thanks for Prep Dish for uh, sponsoring this. And they just make it really easy for you to eat your meals on the table every day, healthy meals for your kids. So, guys, we will see you next week for the Vego Happy Hour. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Monday.com.